Hi, welcome to the Pelvi Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, Pelvic Health Business Grower, and Pelvi Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven-person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvi Biz. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome guys to Pelvi Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Alhui. Today, we're going to talk about how to become an action taker. This is a question that someone wanted answered, so I figured I'd come on and post it as a podcast. So how to become an action taker. This is something that kind of known for is just taking action. I take a lot of action and I take massive action. And I'm going to kind of give you tips of why I truly believe I've been able to do lots of action taking without overthinking it or without feeling overwhelmed. I think most people feel overwhelmed. And so that's what actually stops them from taking action. So I think that's the number one thing is how do you cure overwhelm? When you feel overwhelmed, what do you do? For me, when I feel overwhelmed, I personally make a list and say, okay, these are the things I need to do today to feel really good about myself. Typically, I stick to three things, three major things. What are the three things that I need to do today that is going to give me a positive, like, I got this type attitude rather than, oh my gosh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and this, and this. And then once you have that mentality in your head, you are not going to take any action because you don't know which way to re- to turn. So what you have to do is if you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to take the problem, whatever the problem is, and work it backwards. So let's say my problem is, I have pelvibus coming up. Let's just talk about pelvibus, right? I have pelvibus coming up, Okay. I probably have 50 tasks that I need to be doing to get done for that. And these are big, big projects to get ready for that, okay? So instead of me going, oh my gosh, I have 50 projects I have to do for this. How am I going to do this? I literally go, okay, what's the hardest task of these? Personally, I start out the hardest. Sometimes people will start out with the easiest just to get them going. I always start out the hardest because when I have true focus, then I try to knock that out because if I'm like, oh, if this is the hardest, then it's only downhill from here. So let me knock out the hardest. That's just my mentality. Your mentality may be like, let me knock out the easiest so I can just start getting the ball rolling. Once I see I'm completing a task, okay, then it will get me to do more tasks. Okay. So I make myself a list. I put the hardest at the top, put the easiest at the bottom, and I kind of rank them. And then I'm like, okay. I have one hour right now and I kind of put myself on a time clock. I have one hour to get this done. Let me see if I can do it. And it's like a game. I play a mental game with myself of, can I get this done? Am I going to win? 
is there someone, I almost act like someone's chasing me behind, you know, behind me and they're they're chasing me to get this task done within the hour. Or what I do is I'm like, okay, I got to get this task done today. Let me do this. And then I schedule an activity that is like joyful for me. So that activity may be like going to the farmer's market. That activity may be doing something with my husband. That activity may be going out to dinner. Like whatever that activity is, like that's my that's my cutoff of when I need to get something done. And then I reward myself, you know, and it's not always like, I don't reward myself always with food, but it's always some kind of activity, something that's going to make me go, yay, good job. You get a pat on the back. You know, you get that gold star for the day. So when you feel overwhelmed, that's how I approach that is work it from the top of what the outcome is. And then break it down to where it's smaller and more digestible so that the path starts to become clear of what you actually need to do. The second thing, small wins. And I think this also goes with my third thing is make a promise to yourself and keep them. So these kind of go together, small wins and making promises to yourself. So let me give you an example. Every morning when I wake up, I do where I chug charcoal and I chug a mixed green drink, okay? Those are two full glasses of water. With that, that's already a win in my book if I can chug those two things of water before I do any activity because I promise myself that I am going to take care of my health internally and when I keep that promise to myself, then I'm already in the positive for the day because I'm already winning and don't feel behind because I've gotten tasks done that I need to do to help myself. So start to create these like little micro commitments to yourself. And it could be like, hey, I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna take a cold shower every morning to wake myself up and improve my immune system. That's a micro win. Or it may be, hey, I'm going to go walk every morning. That's another promise to myself. I do that every morning. It's a habit that now I've created that's going to give me uplifting, positive vibes to feel that I can conquer the world because I promised myself I would do it. So I did it and I didn't let myself down. So now I'm feeling extra confident about myself. If I didn't keep that promise to myself and then every single day I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it now. I'll do it. And I don't do it. Do you think you're going to feel good about yourself then? Probably not, to be honest. So whatever promise you make to yourself, keep it up. Make sure you keep yourself accountable. Don't make a promise of like, I'm going to make $10,000 today. Like the likelihood of you making $10,000 that day is very slim. Okay. But do little micro wins of something that's actually going to give you energy and something that's going to move you forward to then make a positive impact in your life. So I think that's really important. And number four, just try and don't be afraid to fail. So many people have so many different directions that they can go in and they want to go in all of them. And mostly they've started projects and then they just don't finish them because they're going in too many different directions. But just try one direction. And when you're trying to do that one direction, it actually may lead you onto another path and that's cool, but stick with that one direction and hyper-focus on that direction. So like, let's just say I'm a pelvic health therapist and I'm trying to treat CrossFitters with leakage. If I start to divert in my marketing to hip pain, no, I should go knee pain, okay? 
people are going to get very confused on what the heck I do. Do I treat CrossFitters with leakage or do I treat knee pain? Like, what do I do? So stay hyper-focused on the treating the CrossFitters with leakage so that you really get an understanding of who your market is, what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go with it. But if you start to divert to knee pain, well, that's a whole nother topic, area of concern and all the things. So don't get distracted by that, okay? Also, number five on the list is stick with one mentor or one thing. Personally, I truly believe this is what has made me so successful I really believe that this is it, is that I've stuck with one mentor. Personally, I'm not the person, like you guys that, you know, if you hear me before, you may know this, but I'm not the person that's going to go and listen to all these books or, you know, read all these books and listen to all these podcasts and stuff like that. I'm just not that type of person. I stick with one person that I truly believe in, listen to everything they say, and I literally just go and do whatever they say. Because if you had a mentor, okay, if you had a mentor, why would your mentor lead you down a wrong path? I mean, seriously, why would your mentor want you to fail? Why would your mentor lead you down a path that they didn't think that was like really beneficial to you? Why would they? There's no gain in any of that. So if you have a mentor or if you don't have a mentor and you just, you know, listen to people and you're like, you know what, this person really resonates with me, stick with that person. Like, Stick with that person, let them guide you through whatever you're going through, and I promise you they will make it so much easier for you, and the path will become so much clearer. So when you're talking about trying to become an action taker, a mentor already has the path laid out. You then just have to be the action taker and do the thing that the mentor says. And I think the last thing here, the sixth thing is not being afraid to fail, I think that's a big one. Not being afraid to fail. I think so often than not, people think of failure as this horrible, horrific thing. And I honestly believe that you actually have to have failure multiple times to have one success. And let me also state too, when you have a mentor, it's not that every single thing that your maybe your mentor gives you is the reality, but at least you can try what your mentor is giving you. And sometimes there will be failures. Many times there'll be failures. But that's okay because it then creates clarity on where then you need to take this to become the action taker to do a task that you normally weren't willing to do before. Normally people fail because they're staying in their comfort zone and they don't want to get out of that and it's very scary for them. So that's typically why they fail because they don't want to do something that's uncomfortable. However, when you have that failure, it's like a light bulb moment that goes off that you realize, crap, I got to do something different. And then that's when you got to become an action taker on things you absolutely hate doing to then have success. That's it. I mean, it's massive. So, I mean, I really have to say I'm, I'm a big action taker just myself. And I think I'm fearless. I think I'm not afraid to fail. I think I hear something and I immediately jump on it. I immediately jump on it like someone's chasing me because I know that if I can jump on it and get to the market faster and quicker, then I can take over the market. And when my ideas pop up in my head of like, hey, this is what's going on and and whatever else, get on it. 
like create this false narrative in your head that someone's about to steal the best idea that you just had. Create that in your head and be like, I got to get on this. If I'm not doing this now, someone's doing this right behind me. And the reality is it's probably very true. Okay. So I play these games. I play these mind games with myself of let me play the game. Let me create the game and let me win the game. And maybe sometimes I lose the game. But when I have the, when I'm in the game and my head is in the game, then I'm going to take action because it's the only way to win the game. If my head is in la la land and I'm not in the game, then how do you want me to take action when I'm like sitting on the sidelines cheering people on? There's no action to be had. So just to recap, number one, start to create small wins for yourself throughout the day. Okay. Small little habit changes or small wins that say, yay, I did it today. Number two, Make promises to yourself and keep them. Number three, just try and don't be afraid. Number four, stay focused on one mentor or one thing. Please do not go and start looking at all the shiny objects in the room and trying to go down that path. Like I was talking to someone the other day and she had a book coming out and that she was 75% done with. Then she's trying to start her own clinic. Oh, and then she was treating in her house. And then she was trying to do massage therapy. Oh, and then she was trying to create a course. Like it was all over the place. And guess what? Not one of those tasks were complete. You know why? Because she's overwhelmed. She's a mom. She's overwhelmed. And there's no time in the day and she's not focused on anything. So how do you think she can take action? She can't because now she's paralyzed because she has 20,000 things on her to-do list and she doesn't know which one to take on first. So don't be that person. Just stay focused on the actual task that you need to do and have a good mentor. Number five, six, whatever I'm on now, don't be overwhelmed and work the problem backwards. I know it's a lot easier said than done. But when you're overwhelmed, take that problem, work it backwards, and you will have success because the path will become clear of like, you know, what you need to do. So let me give you another example of this. Another example is like, let's just say if I wanted to make 10K a month, okay? An example would be you put 10K on your piece of paper at the very top of your paper, okay? Now, how much, how many patients do I need to see to make 10K a month? Okay, I'm gonna try to do the math with you. Okay, so let's just say I charge 200 a session. How many patients do I need to see a month to make 10K? Okay, so let's see, I'm doing some math here. Give me a second. Probably around 50 patients, I'm gonna assume. Yep, 50 patients, guys, okay? So I need to see 50 patients a month to make 10K. So now, do you see I'm working my problem backwards? So my goal is 50 patients. Now. Let's break that down even more. If I need 50 patients a month, then how many patients do I need a week? I need 12.5 patients a week. So a week, then I need 12 patients. That's my goal. Okay, let's break it down even more. How many evals do then I need to sustain me getting 50 people coming in a month? Okay, it should be around 10, by the way, probably like 10 to 15. Okay, 10 to 15 would probably be the number there, okay? So I need 10 to 15 evaluations. Okay, if I look at my stats now, do I have 10 to 15 evaluations coming in every single month? Okay, if I don't, then what is my path? If I don't have that, then, okay, let's just say I don't, I'm like, man, I only have seven evals coming in. 
Okay, so what does that tell me that I need to do? It then paints the picture of, I need to get out and do marketing because I don't have people coming in this door. Or you can approach it from a different way. You can look at the patient visit average, okay, which you take the total number of visits divided by the evaluations, and that gives you your total patient visit average. And you can see how long is a patient coming in for? Are they coming in for six sessions? Are they coming in for seven sessions, eight sessions? And if you increase that, that can also get you to 10K. So there's two ways to hit this, but there's only really one to two solutions. Solution number one is get out there and market more and have more people coming in the door. Solution number two is nurture your current patients that you currently have to then have them keep coming back in to solve different problems. Does that make sense, guys? So now I have a very clear path of what I actually need to be doing because I just now worked the problem backwards. And the likelihood then of me getting to 10K a month is very high, very, very high, because now I'm not gonna go, oh, should I promote an online product? Or, oh, should I do this workshop at this gym? Or should I do blah, blah, blah? No, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to do marketing. So how do I market? Workshops at a gym. How do I market? Going to doctor's offices. How do I market? Posting something online, but I'm not creating another product like an online workshop or something like that, okay? So now I'm very clear on what I need to do and to have a small win for the day. Maybe my small win for the day is check. I went to go visit a doctor's office and I actually had a conversation with them or check. I emailed the doctor and we're going to set up a, a luncheon. I'm not bringing them lunch, but a luncheon so that we can have a chat and discuss this patient of ours. That's a massive win. And now that's going to build confidence and get you to start taking action because now you're seeing that your action is actually paying off, you know? So that's how you kind of, you know, work overwhelm. I know I'm kind of tangenting here, but that's how you work overwhelm to then become the action taker. So yeah, I love taking action. I think it's fun. And again, I think it's fun because I've created a game for myself and that's so you can also gamify it. So hopefully you guys have learned something today and you get after things and you start taking action on whatever path that you're trying to do. Stay hyper-focused on that task and when you stay hyper-focused, you're going to get the outcome that, you're, that you are desiring. Hope you guys learned something. Bye, guys. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelvi Biz. Let's go.